Good morning, 5 a.m. friends. Today is Thursday, April 13, 2023, and I'm Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. Fourth day of the week is here, and it's time to talk about the fourth point in the book Patrick Bet David wrote, Your Next Five Moves. We've already delved deep into learning about yourself and your desires, who you are today and who you want to be. We've talked about strategies to become a master problem solver, and then building, but more importantly, retaining the team that you build to support your business. Today's topic is about healthy business growth, and this is the one that I am probably the most passionate about given the recent shift in the real estate market. Historically, we have talked about success within the business world, and that includes the real estate space, by talking about growth with respect to numbers. It isn't uncommon to hear someone talk about how this was the best year ever. We grew from X to Z with respect to revenues. Or last year we sold X number of homes, but this year we sold Y number of homes. And I think we're all guilty of this, myself included. We look at the results and allow the numbers to dictate how much growth we had or even whether we had growth. 2020, 2021, and the first half of 2022 were probably some of the most abnormal housing markets this country has ever seen. Sales were easy. It didn't take much skill to find clients and sell homes. And frankly, if you didn't experience an increase in sales numbers, most notably units and volume, you were likely missing something within your business. Over the past few months, we've talked openly about how 2021 and the early parts of 2022 were not a healthy housing market. We've talked about how the lack of inventory, the multiple offer situations, and the rapidly appreciating home prices were neither sustainable nor healthy. So often you would hear someone say that the growth within the market wasn't sustainable or that it wasn't healthy. We've all also heard the narrative that growth was so unhealthy that it would lead to a collapse within the housing market. That fear was really that the unsustainable levels of growth that we were seeing were going to create instability. And while we all love the 10% or greater appreciation in home values year over year, we all knew that the healthier mark was closer to 4% appreciation. Over the course of 2021, we watched most real estate agents, teams, and brokerages grow at equally historic levels if we are talking about growth with respect to numbers. We watched companies, mine included, that experienced year-over-year growth rates that were greater than 25%. And while some of that growth was healthy normal growth that would have been experienced regardless of the market, some of that growth was the unsustainable, unhealthy type. As the housing market stabilizes, or doesn't, we're seeing that a lot of companies, both in the real estate and mortgage industries in particular, are struggling. Many companies did not save well enough to have cash reserves on hand to ride through a down spell. Others realized that without having planned for the growth, growth they faced many operational struggles while trying to support the influx of business and maintaining customer service levels. And others are finding that they hadn't developed the strategies and systems to really continue generating business opportunities, and now they're lost. So all of this begs the question, what is healthy business growth and why is it so important? Healthy business growth is the process of expanding a business in a sustainable and responsible way that ensures long-term success. While rapid growth may seem desirable, it can be unsustainable and lead to financial instability and other problems in the long run. 
What year-over-year percentage of growth is typically considered normal and healthy? The number number is somewhere between 3% and 7%, interestingly close to what we consider healthy appreciation and home values. One key aspect of healthy business growth is that it is formed around a clear and realistic growth strategy. This strategy is to consider the company's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, as well as its long-term goals. The strategy should outline the steps needed to achieve growth, such as expanding into new markets or niches, developing new services, or acquiring other companies. The growth should also consider the financial resources required and how growth will be funded. Healthy business growth requires financial stability and financial responsibility. Companies need to manage their finances carefully, ensuring they have enough capital to support the growth while also maintaining sufficient cash reserves. They should also prioritize profitability and cash flow, avoiding excessive debt and focusing on generating sustainable revenue growth. In addition, healthy business growth requires a commitment to innovation and continuous improvement. Companies should be open to new ideas and approaches and willing to adapt to changing market conditions. They should invest in research and development to create new products or services that meet the evolving needs of their customers. So while you can measure business growth through the actual numbers, I'd also encourage you to look at some of the things that are harder to see. Is your business growing its cash reserves? Are you creating and implementing systems within your business that enable you to operate more efficiently? Are you expanding your marketing and thinking about new ideas? All of those are also telltale signs of both business growth and business maturity. Strategy and planning are the keys to many aspects of the business, as are trial and error, and that will all apply within planning for business growth.